Welcome back, everybody, to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle Podcast. I am Joel Fragameni, and probably said this before a couple shows ago. I had two interviews. Jam-packed show. This show's jam-packed. I got so much to get into. It's a huge weekend at the club. TJ Miller's here. You're going to hear from TJ in a little bit. We've also got a great new show on Thursday. First time at the Comedy Castle. The Depths of Wikipedia show. I got an interview with the host of that show, and you're going to hear that. So it's going to be great. A couple quick things, though, before we get into all that. it's I think it's two 30-minute interviews or something to that effect. So it's great. You're going to love both of these interviews. They were both great in their own way. TJ certainly does not disappoint because he's he's out there. He's a little different, and you'll hear from him. And I, I thought the depths of Wikipedia thing was so interesting. But anyway, let's tell you what happened uh, 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 last week. Uh, you know, we had Josh Blue on the show. He did the weekend. He sold uh, every ticket to every show. So thanks to everyone that came out. And, of course, thanks to Josh for putting on a great show. It's always fun having Josh at the show. And, of course, me mentioning it on the podcast, as he mentioned, as he told me this weekend, um, he may not have done it had I not said anything to him in the interview. But, yes, as I'm doing the offstage, Josh tickled me, and I broke up a little bit. So I apologize if you were at the show. <laughs> I think it was maybe the late show Friday where he got me, because he does. He cracks me up, man. Josh is great. Um, also, last week, we had a great advanced comedy class showcase that was my students of my advanced comedy class 13 of them went up there and absolutely rocked the house and um i'm so proud of those guys and girls uh they all came so far in six weeks um and i just got to say thanks to all of them thanks to everybody that came out if you're interested in doing stand-up comedy if you've never done it or if you've done a little bit of it We've got classes for you at the Comedy Castle. Those are starting up uh, less than two weeks. March 4th will be the date for new classes at the club uh, on uh, the beginner class is early uh, on Saturdays. And I believe there is a Monday session as well. If you've never done stand-up comedy and want to do the beginner comedy class with Bill Bouchard, he does a great job. Um, I'm doing the advanced comedy class as well, starting on March 4th. That's people who've done comedy a little bit, have a little bit, a bit of experience. Um, come do the advanced comedy class. Maybe you did it for a while, dropped out, want to come back to advanced comedy class for people that want to do comedy professionally. That's how you do it. The advanced comedy class. We teach you how. All right. Come do those classes. They start March 4th. Call the club at 248-542-9900. They'll sign you up right there on the phone. All right. All right. But let's talk about what we got going on this week. The depths of Wikipedia Thursday at 730. If you want to see Annie. Annie Rauwerda is her name. And she hosts this live show. She took a uh, Instagram page and a Twitter account as well as she has other uh, social media things that you can find. Um and it's just weird stuff from Wikipedia, and it's really funny. And she presents this live all over the country. She's from Michigan. You'll hear that on the show, my interview with her. And uh, if you uh, take some time to go to the depths of Wikipedia Instagram, I think I've linked to it over on Comedy Castle Podcast. You're going to really enjoy that. Um, it's super funny. Uh, just a weird stuff. And I get into everything. Like how does Wikipedia work? How do these weird things end up? 
do some of these things need to be on Wikipedia? Like you'll hear us talk about the Loveland frog, which entertained me. Um, she's got a, a link to a, a Dick Cheney story, which I found entertaining as well. So, um, and Annie's a great interview. So we, we talked for about 30 minutes. We actually go through the website a little bit. You can, of course, go read those depths of Wikipedia. Uh, I think I can. I link to it on uh, ComedyCastlePodcast.com. But go look that up. It's very entertaining. And I, I'm really interested in her show. It is Thursday night at 7.30. Get your tickets over on uh, ComedyCastle.com for that. And then, of course, TJ Miller this weekend, uh, five shows. But usually you're going, hey, why is there not the headliner on Thursday? Because TJ wants to do... Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's what he's doing. So it's two shows Friday, two Saturday, and the Sunday show, the 26th, a single show at 7.30. Uh, as I'm recording this, there are multiple shows sold out already for T.J. Miller. So get your ticket soon uh, if, if you're listening to this as uh you know, if it's middle of the week, you still got a chance to go. If you wait too long, you're going to be shut out because TJ is very popular at the club and super funny. And you'll hear that on this show, too. So let's tell you how this is going to work. I think what we're going to do is we're going to listen to Annie first because that show is Thursday. And I feel like some of you uh, are unfamiliar maybe with Depths of Wikipedia. Now, look, it's a million followers. A lot of you know Depths of Wikipedia. But if you're coming here just for TJ, I encourage you to listen to my interview with Annie. It's really interesting and, and funny. Uh, some of the stuff that, that ends up on Wikipedia, her love for Wikipedia, which I don't know that which I love Wikipedia too. Uh, she loved it more than most and created these websites. Uh, but Annie, uh, Annie's fun to listen to. And uh, so we're going to play that first. I believe that's about, so if you want to just go right to TJ, I'll tell you right now, you go to, Six, uh, some, about 38 minutes in, you'll get TJ 39 minutes in. I, 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 I'll, I don't know because the show's not edited together yet, but that's when TJ shows up. And, of course, TJ, what does he tell you about? Well, he's going to tell you about his new special, Dear Jonah, which I really liked. Um, who was Jonah? When you see the special, he describes it a little bit. I don't want to ruin it. Um, I had to bring up Buddy's Pizza because TJ, I believe the last time he was in town, had almost every meal. At Buddy's, which, uh, as good as Buddy's is, is a little crazy. So he'll tell you about that. I, I think I, I triggered him a little bit because I think he maybe blocked out Buddy's from his mind because he likes it so much. But now he's going. So look for look for him this weekend over at Buddy's. Uh, he'll tell you about uh, you know getting started in comedy with a fella named Ryan Ridley, who started out here in Detroit. We'll tell you who Ryan is and what he's up to. He's up to big things, and we both have a connection with Ryan, and, of course, the club does as well. And there's a really great clip uh, that I encourage you to watch on YouTube. From In addition to watching uh, his uh, special Dear Jonah, he's got some uh, clips up from the Comedy Castle last time he was there, including one called White People, which had one of the best crowd work improv. Maybe it's a line he used in the past. I don't know. But as a comic, I go, oh, my God, that was a great that was some great crowd work. So that's called white people. I've, I think I've linked to that on Comedy Castle podcast as well. So anyway, without any further delay, we're going to he'll tell you about his hot sauce and his peanut butter as well. It's it's quite an interview. TJ is uh, very entertaining. All right. Without any further delay, let's go to Annie. We'll go right from that to TJ and then we'll catch you after that. All right. OK. Hi, 
Annie, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. So you got uh, the the depths of Wikipedia live show. I do. It's coming to Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah, it's this week. It's this Thursday coming up, so it's not far away. Um, but when I hear, uh, you know, we have TikTok uh, guys come to the Comedy Castle do shows, YouTube guys, and then when I heard about this show, they said, "Well, it's a it's a Twitter, it's an Instagram." And I go, how does that work as a show? Well, good question. Yeah. I, for the past few years, have been posting my favorite weird things from Wikipedia. And I was doing all these events where I would um, talk about Wikipedia in a serious way. And I was like, well, that's fun. But I would always try to make them as goofy as I could. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing some stand-up where I would only talk about Wikipedia. <laughs> And then pretty soon I was like, okay, I can just do a whole show and people were coming. <laughs> and so I have a screen behind me okay, with Wikipedia and I make jokes about Wikipedia. Some people expect me to stand up there with a computer and just read articles, which would probably be somewhat yeah. interesting, but I don't do that. It's right. a little bit more uh, fast paced than that. Okay. And so people hopefully will learn at least something and then ideally they'll have fun too. Yeah, because Wikipedia, and I think one of the things that makes it funny is I'm looking at your Instagram right now is where is sometimes um, there's rules about posting. Maybe you should describe this, but it is a thing like I, I know on The Office, there was the thing where Michael Scott said, you know, the quote about Wikipedia. I think most people will know it if you know that show, but he said, you know, anybody can write anything about anything. And so you're getting the best possible information. Um, I did a bad job quoting that. Um, but they also make it the structure of Wikipedia, I think, makes it funny sometimes, too, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah, well, what Michael Scott is talking yeah. about is that quote, I believe it's from 2006, okay. which is when Wikipedia was a baby. Yeah. And so there was all sorts of things on there mm-hmm. that aren't true. Vandalism. It's called wiki vandalism. Okay. And that still happens. Like, I feel like especially with sports related things, mm-hmm. like people will go into the Ohio State article or whatever and be like, oh, like Ohio State fans are losers. Right. And that always gets reverted like yeah. almost immediately. I don't honestly think any of that is funny anymore because to me, it's just like I'm the one that's like going in there and fixing it. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, stop it. Your joke was funny once, but this is like the 20th time I've seen it. That to me isn't like the peak of humor mm-hmm. when people put in like fake information as a joke. But I do think it's really funny when there's just like goofy things on Wikipedia or awkward captions mm-hmm. or like just like a random thing I'm looking at right now is a, a Japanese racehorse that gained nationwide popularity not to her success but due to her long string of consecutive losses and i thought that was kind of relatable (laughs) because if you're not going to be the best you might as well be famous (laughs) for being the worst and it made me think of this waiter who has a wikipedia article who is from san francisco and he got a bunch of news coverage for being quote the world's worst (laughs) most insulting waiter okay which i mean i feel like all of this is again rather inspiring for me because i don't feel like i'm the best at anything uh-huh. and so maybe i should instead aspire to the bottom well i think you're uh, by by highlighting the worst although i don't have to say these things are the worst but are some of these things that end up on your site are you are you concerned and and do they not make it if you feel that this is vandalism or you feel like this is erroneous in some way or this is somebody making a joke 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I will not highlight like dumb jokes mm-hmm. that are making the that are making Wikipedia worse. Mm-hmm. If you want to laugh at that, whatever. It happens every now and then for like two minutes. Something will be up there that's goofy and you'll be like, oh, my gosh. And then it'll get changed. But I just don't want to encourage that sort of thing. Because, sorry if this makes me, like, a killjoy or a cop or whatever, but I just feel like Wikipedia is, like, one of the greatest sites there is. Like, it's ad-free, you know, it's tracking-free, it's going to be I'm free forever. Day, yeah. So, I'm just here to, like, promote the best parts and make sure it stays good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think... uh you know, one of the, you know, well, first of all, you have, there is a depths of Wikipedia, Wikipedia. There is. There yes. is. That was, that's where I went when I go, I got to find out more about this. Well, yeah, it's all about me. I am from Michigan. Okay. I went to the University of Michigan, not uh-huh. too far away from the castle. Uh-huh. And yeah, there's a bunch more other, other things in that article. They they don't want you to write your own article. So I don't yeah. touch that. Okay. I don't touch any, any of that article because the idea is like if I'm writing about myself, I'm probably not going to highlight any controversies, mm-hmm. which luckily I haven't had any major controversies. But there are stories <laughs> of people that will like go in Wikipedia and like delete the part where it discusses, I don't know, they're like cheating scandal or yeah. whatever. And you're not supposed to do that. Well, we've got, uh, you know, our weekend act uh, is T.J. Miller. And I read his Wikipedia the other day. <laughs> There's lots of stuff on TJ Miller's Wikipedia that I I will not be mentioning to TJ. Um <laughs> okay. Although, well, although, he doesn't listen to the podcast. No, I, well, I I I, for, I haven't interviewed him yet. I believe I'm going to be interview him sometime tomorrow, I think. Maybe or maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> just you know, how do I bring this up in conversation? Because that is the thing when you read um you know, Wikipedia is sourced from, you know, it, the sources are uh, news articles where, you know, people didn't make any comment about it. And so it's just this weird sort of so-and-so was charged with this. So-and-so was accused of doing this <laughs> and that. And there's no uh, there's no real context. It's just sort of, yeah, this person. I mean, I guess that's a fact. But yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah. like on Wikipedia, like you get so many people writing stuff and are all of them like really great at writing prose in a mm-hmm. way that's like narrative and makes sense no sometimes you're missing a lot of context yeah um and so that's the one way that you can improve it by like you know like adding transition phrases and stuff uh-huh. or like trying to go in media articles and like adding relevant context but yeah you know sometimes that's missing <laughs> now is isn't there a way you can go and look at what the the history or there's there's versions of the articles I'm sure most people don't ever do that, but you can find like stuff that was taken out. Yeah. So, okay. So it's, I know quite a bit about this. So if you go at the top of the page Mm -hmm. on any Wikipedia article, you're going to see something that's a a little tab that says view history. And people are editing this stuff all the time. Some of the edits are probably from like a couple days ago. Um, So most of the old versions of the page you can find. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I saw this really funny picture five years ago, but where did it go? You could just go back, (laughs) scroll, find your funny picture. It's probably still there. But they do like really hide a few edits because if somebody like, you know, someone goes in and like, destroys the entire article for somebody and writes something like super nasty and offensive and just really problematic and like isn't contributing anything to the world and probably shouldn't be seen by anyone because it's so offensive then sometimes they just kind of delete that from history but that's very rare and i 
I think there's like a special permission if you're a really big Wikipedia editor mm. to see those deleted pages, but I don't need that. I don't really care yeah. to see like, you know, slurs and bad right. things like that. Yeah. So most people would never see them anyway, but you can, I guess uh, for, uh, what would they, what would they transparency? I guess you would say these things are logged. Oh yeah. Wikipedia is <laughs> all about transparency. There's uh, logs of everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's also sort of, when everything becomes so transparent, it it sort of becomes. I don't know how to describe it, but but your 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 site is such a great example. So I'm encouraging everybody just go to the Instagram and start reading some of these things because they're, uh, you know, they're funny. And then there's things that like, why do we need a page for like a person or a thing? That, yeah, that seems well, to be a lot of what this is, right? Oh, there are uh, some, some that are just a little goofy, like list of fictional worms. I don't think I can think of a single fictional <laughs> worm, but good thing there's a hundred of them. I found it very funny that there is a chess variation where the board is absolutely huge. What's it called? Chess on a really big board. <laughs> I love that. There's chess boxing, which is a sport. And this really? apparently happens. Like, it's not just an idea. There are real competitions where you do a round game of chess and then a round of boxing. You go back and really? forth, huh. which I don't know why that exists, but okay. No, there's, that's a video game thing. You ever Is see? it? Well, yeah, you could have a thing where your chess pieces, instead of one automatically killing each other, they have a little fight you control. Oh, that's cool. That's a video, yeah, it's a video game thing, but now people, I guess, are doing it in real life. Um. There used to be an article called List of Non-Traditional Bagpipe Usage. <laughs> so I was expecting something crazy, like, oh, you can use your bagpipes to clean your drains yeah. or something. But no, it was all just uses of the bagpipes in weird classical music, mm -hmm. like in a, in a non-traditional way. It wasn't really that exciting, but um, <laughs> anyway, it got deleted. There's a um, Stolen and Missing Moon Rocks Wikipedia article, okay. and the, the best example is a guy from San Diego, I believe, who was an intern at NASA, and he took one of the he took one of the moon rocks from work, put it underneath his mattress, and told his girlfriend, like, yo, like, we can hook up on the moon. <laughs> and I believe he was fired. Oh. I, but, he probably had to give the rock back, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got to respect him for trying. Yeah, think, that's a, but... that's a, that's a, that's a move. I've never thought of that. <laughs> no one's ever done I don't, have to access, I don't have access to a moon rock, but uh, yeah. Um, and then the show uh, is you reading these things or is there a conversation? I saw, I saw a guest on one of these pages that was talking about your show. What? I, wait, any, any of that happen? There was, Who's there was the guest that you're talking about. The guest was the guy who did, the guy who was the photograph of the shrug came oh, to a live yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the thing. I just go up there. Yeah. I have a slideshow, and sometimes there are photos. But I just talk about Wikipedia. Yeah. But the only the funniest parts, things in the world that are very right. funny on Wikipedia, and I also talk a little bit about how Wikipedia works. And the goal is that people leave the show and they feel like wow, I just learned a bunch of goofy shit about the world. Mm -hmm. And I and I hope that they have a little bit more appreciation for what I think is the best website ever. And yeah, there's some guests, like the guy in the Wikipedia article for Shrug. Yeah. He showed up and did a live Shrug. 
The people in the Wikipedia article for High Five have come. Well, okay. Um, so I have a few people that might come in Detroit. Oh, just right. trivia-related, okay. cool, goofy story people. And I might have them come up and share a little bit about themselves and what they do. And, oh, the um, there are some YouTubers based in Detroit called Hive Mind. Okay. I'm going to have them come and play a little game on stage. So the whole thing is like probably an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and it's like an hour of me. And then in the middle, there's going to be 30 or so minutes of guests playing little Wikipedia related audience type, like audience interaction type games. Okay. (laughs) That sounds a little vague, but you'll just have to come and see what it's like. I, I'm looking forward. uh, First of all, I'm going to be there for the show. I, you know, I work the door at the club there. And uh, um, I always like seeing the audiences that come in for some of these shows that are, I mean, actually each comedian can draw sort of a different audience, but when we have like a heavy, like a TikTok audience and I, I mm-hmm. see who that is, which is like TikTok generally skews young and, and female. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Can, is there something I should expect from your audience? Oh, yes. Oh, all the <laughs> venues love my audience okay. because they are so quiet and oh. respectful. Um, they are a lot of, I think it's definitely, excuse male. It's male. It's young. And they're very respectful. Mm. No hecklers. People are, I don't know, just like very sweet, well, kind of nerdy. They're following the rules as if it was Wikipedia. Yeah, I think they're just curious <laughs> people. And I said excuse male, and that's like that's not to say they're it's it's probably I would estimate like sixty, sixty five percent male. Like it's a good mix. Mm. But yeah, and I think in general it's like under forty ish. Okay. But yeah. yeah, they're always I mean I, clearly I'm I, I like them because they like me, but sure. I just feel like it's always very sweet people and yeah. they're always very interesting. Because that's the thing, you know, I tell, because uh, I teach comedy. I'm a comic myself and I've taught comedy for years. And I, I always tell people as they, you know, as they go through their careers, I always say, you know, you can't pick your fans. You know, you put out whatever you're putting out, the work that you're doing, your comedy, your podcast, whatever it is, and people will listen and people will show up and, and support you. And you really have no say in who those folks are. So if you're happy with who you have, I think you're in a good place. Because oh, I'm a big fan. I think they're great. I think they're so smart. Yeah. I get a lot of grad student type people. Oh. A lot of nerds, you know? They're just nerds. <laughs> I'm a nerd. wonderful. I think they're great. I, I, I identify as a nerd. Well, I'm excited that you'll come to the show because you maybe you can give me some, some comedy tips here. Well, I think, I mean, one of the things that... Um, I think the thing about Wikipedia is 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 it's comedy it's like found comedy like in yeah. a way it's not necessarily written like we talked about the pranks and people stuff that people do but it is just not uh the fact is what's funny rather mm-hmm. than sort of finding something that's funny and, and trying to you know using exaggeration or whatever you know we comedians use to do that uh, you know why uh, it's sort of you don't have to make up jokes when the truth is funny enough that's true for some of them but then mm-hmm. I think that I mean you'll see but some of the things that get the most laughs are things that by themselves are not funny <laughs> but then when I point out a little something about it well, that, then it's suddenly funny the like fa- if a photo has yeah. a weird effect and then we look in the you know, whatever editor contributed that photo and all of their photos have bizarre effects. And you're okay. speculating on like, what is this guy right. doing in Photoshop? 
sometimes that's funny. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's this like anonymity on Wikipedia that is fun to explore in mm-hmm. a really creative way because you can just wonder like, who is this guy that's doing this stuff on Wikipedia? Yeah. Yeah. But, like somebody yeah, really cares it's... about whatever that thing is that you can't imagine anyone cares about, but somebody did. So just well, to take the time to do it is, uh, you know, you could be doing anything else. <laughs> I talk about this woman who's a librarian and she's a big Wikipedia editor. She's written like all the articles on World War II type things, mm-hmm. like very important battles, Adolf Hitler, all this stuff. And then she's also <laughs> like obsessed with writing articles about P. Diddy, okay. which like, hey, good for her. Wow. <laughs> she varied interests. I talk about a guy who got so angry that um, Wikipedia didn't want all of his articles about SpongeBob. He was he was trying to write an article about every single episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, hmm. and there are just so many so many episodes that it was getting a little bit overkill, and people were like, "Yo, dude, like this is not really necessary." <laughs> anyway, he was really upset, and so he left and decided to start his own separate encyclopedia online, oh. choosing the funniest name I think he possibly could have <laughs> chosen, which is Encyclopedia SpongeBobia. Okay. So he has this exhaustive resource now about SpongeBob. But here's the thing about him that's really interesting. It's not just some random guy in a basement. He's the chair of the Libertarian Party of New York. Oh, wow. So I think all sorts of people are on Wikipedia trying to get trying to get certain <laughs> information out there. And it's not always what you would expect. Yeah. Well, is there an audience for each break? I guess there probably would be, right? That's a popular enough show. What was the question? It, 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 when you're referring to SpongeBob, uh, like, hey, I just watched this episode of SpongeBob. I wonder what his review of it is. Is that the idea of him writing long, <laughs> like some summarizing the episodes, or is he giving critiques on the episodes, or what is he actually writing? What was he not able to write that they didn't okay? Well, here's to? the I'm like a Wikipedia person, not an encyclopedia SpongeBob. Yes, right. Head, so it's not like I'm an expert here. But he wasn't sharing his opinion. Like, mm. you don't really do that. On yeah, right. It's more okay. just like, this is what happened in the episode. Yeah. Here are the actors who did voice acting. Mm. Just like like information. Yeah. And it got to be a little much. And yeah, I mean, it's, there's a whole camp of... See, I don't, this is kind of in the weeds of Wikipedia. And I don't really <laughs> talk about all this stuff in the show. But in, if you're wondering, there's this whole camp of people that are really into deleting Wikipedia articles oh. that aren't notable. Because mm. they think that... I'm, I'm clearly not one of these people, but... There are some just hardcore Wikipedia heads who are like, yo, like we're an arbiter of importance. And if we have an article about someone, they better be really important because otherwise mm-hmm. the quality of the site is diminished. Yeah. And so those are the type of people that are going to be like, OK, maybe we can have uh, articles about like the most influential SpongeBob episodes, but we don't need an article about every single one. OK, yeah, because I, I know at one point there was a. Uh... I was on, so I'm, I'm, I don't have a Wikipedia page for me. Um, but at some point, uh, my podcast, not this one, but the one that I, cause I started very early podcast for comedians back in 2005. We had a Wikipedia page that was taken down. Oh, that it was not noteworthy enough for Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, as I'm sitting here now, I'm searching that. And I can't even find record of it. But I remember at the time it was sort of like, yeah, this can't, uh, this is not uh, like one of our fans wrote it. 
And then okay. they said, you can't uh, do this. And then basically. somebody comes in and, and lays said, on the law. Yeah, see, doesn't that? See, I I always take that stuff personally. Yeah, I think it's so well, sad, but what you got to realize is now. that <laughs> it's probably just some random dude in the basement being yeah. like, hmm, like, where is the where are the sources? Let's count the source. And so, oh. yeah, people get really strict about Interesting. it. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm I, sorry, I, though. It I wasn't am, me. I look, promise it wasn't me. You can read. Uh, and I'm going to leave it here, and we're going to give if people a little homework if they want to read me on Wikipedia. And if you go to list of Juggalo Championship Wrestling personnel, you will find out my connection to that if you go to the Wikipedia. So we'll, <laughs> I'm going to leave people with that for now. <laughs> I know you have questions, too. Well... <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on Wikipedia for that. So. Yeah, you can go on there and find out what <laughs> thank I did. You, with that. Thank you for the rabbit hole. <laughs> no, I know exactly. All right, let's do a couple of these things. Uh, I'm on the Instagram. I'll read some of these and maybe give an example here of uh, of uh, what uh, what makes this funny or, or the example of like what this qualifies as because they're very different. You know what what you you choose to post because some of it is. Um, Anyway, let me just give a couple examples. For example, there's a Dick Cheney one, the very recently. Okay, mm-hmm. the draft was expanded in 1965. The draft was expanded to include married men without children, and Cheney's first daughter Elizabeth was born uh, nine months and two days later. <laughs> Do so, you want me to connect any dots there? Yeah. I feel like people people got people can fit, maybe perhaps yeah. figure out. But that's He's, but that's and then there's sources for that. So uh, we're, I guess we're trying to uh, the inference is that Cheney, in order to dodge the draft, <laughs> created a child. Yeah, Liz Cheney, who is who is now oh, okay. a yeah, Liz representative. Cheney. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's uh-huh. you know that's funny if he really if but you know there's no cause there's no. Um, we don't know that, right? He has not admitted to that, but people are making, trying to draw that conclusion. Oh yeah, but the the, the timing is just simply so interesting. Yeah, right. and I and that that photo of him. Oh, it's great. Yeah, he's there, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, smirking. Yeah. He knows. And he's, you know, Cheney's a guy that's been accused of a million different conspiratorial things over the years. Anyway, so <laughs> people kind of assume that it's true. You know, um, what else you got up here? List of twice baked foods, toast. Which I think is true, right? It's bread, it's cooked, and so is it. Well, Why yeah, do- but you're you're missing I, the part. I, that the reason I posted I the know. picture of toast is not because like, oh, it's so funny toast. It's because it has little googly right, eyes. Right, I was on getting it. to that. Somebody somebody put a picture of toast up there with googly eyes. Yes, and that's made it through. That survived the edits. That survived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. The Loveland Frog. You can describe. You know what these things are. Describe the Loveland Frog. Okay, the Loveland Frog was, is this, okay, you know how we have Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Bigfoot, right? Honestly played out. Boring. The Loveland Frog is this legendary humanoid frog that's really big that is apparently part of Ohio folklore. <laughs> so I was very, very curious about this because how could there be like a giant human-sized frog? Right. But then when you read like more than a paragraph about it, you're like, oh, this is definitely not real (laughs) because, uh, yeah, so a bunch of students go on TV in 2016 and they claim to see this like big frog and the local Cincinnati station said, quote, a night of fun turned into a chilling (laughs) tale of horror, (laughs) which is a bit dramatic, but it's probably just a person uh, in a frog costume. Yeah. 
And then the photo that that's is sort of, I guess it's just a frog. Maybe it's been photoshopped to extend the arms and legs. Yeah, but the photo it, was very scary. Yeah, the photo the would fun. give me nightmares. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Baby Jesus theft. There's no yeah, reason people, for this to be a. Always... There's no reason for this to exist on Wikipedia, in my opinion. But go ahead. Oh yeah, there've just been a few articles about it enough <laughs> for it to have a to have a Wikipedia article. But yeah, people are really into stealing Jesus out of nativities. But it's actually, I have quite a bit. To, not quite a bit. Don't worry, you're not going to be here that long. <laughs> but I do have a bit to say about this okay. because I was thinking about this long and hard. But I was like, do I post it or not? Because I don't want to act like I'm promoting baby jesus mm. theft like i don't want to post this yeah. and then you're making have it a people thing. Yeah. go around and steal jesus out of nativities you know i don't want that to happen and then i was reading more about this in some news articles and i was reading about how these churches were installing like massive very expensive security systems mm. and and then i was thinking about how whoa 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 you know is that really in the spirit of christmas like all these security systems yeah. if it's the spirit of giving and like yes i get that you know, stealing your nativity Jesus is really taking the Christ out of Christmas. But I don't know. I was, I was reading about it all and I was like, okay, it sounds like this doesn't happen that much. And I feel like if people are really flipping out about it, then maybe they have some issues too. <laughs> is it go into, because essentially I go, well, this is just vandalism, but I guess if it is baby Jesus, that there could be reasons, uh, you know, if you were anti-Christian or something for stealing these, I don't know if that article yeah, and I'm not trying that. to be, I mean, you know, I personally, Annie, I'm not trying to like do some <laughs> culture warsy, like, yeah, yeah, some big statement here. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's give, let's give people, uh, what, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to tell you what I'm looking at. Uh, 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 Mr. Ouch. Oh, I love that guy. Mr. Yeah. So. Well, there's a bunch of guys that are named Mr. Oh. And I know that's like, you know, I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about. So the National Electrical Manufacturers mm -hmm. Association has this scary looking guy named Mr. Ouch. And they put that on things that are electrical hazards to scare children. <laughs> but there's also a guy named Mr. Yuck. And oh. it's a guy with, he's like a green face who's, <laughs> who's sticking his tongue out and making a really disgusted expression. And his name is Mr. Yuck. And the reason that they use that sticker for poison, they they stick that on like mm -hmm. bleach or whatever, if it's poison. Apparently, they used to use a skull and crossbones. And then kids like didn't intrinsically know that a skull and crossbones meant poison. Uh -huh. Or worse, these little kids are like, oh, cool, like pirates. And then they'll drink bleach or whatever, mm. which is obviously not what you want. And so then they developed this um, Mr. Yuck character. Create, creating a little character, a little cartoon man to show you what tastes bad and what can kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? I will, let's do one more. Do you have one off the top of your head you want to give us? A... Yeah, well, uh, in Oregon, in the 5th Congressional District, every single representative from this district, since its creation, has gotten divorced while in office. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of a curse. That yeah. one's not a very funny one. Sorry, it's kind of ending on well, something sad. Hey, but that's uh, shows the the price to to be a I don't know, get that position. Yeah, it's tough. You're gonna have to kiss your marriage goodbye. <laughs> I you know I tell that to stand up comics as well. Do you know that? That's the thing. To kiss your marriage goodbye. Um, 
if you start, this is my opinion, and this I there's I'm sure there's no Wikipedia article about this. If you start stand up comedy as a married person, uh huh, you will probably uh, it with uh it's sort of sort of I don't know if it's an inverse thing, but the more success you have, the more likely it is that you will be unmarried. You will be divorced. Ruh-ruh. Well, I do think I there's something a bit like desperate and unstable mm. about thinking to yourself, like, "Hey, I know I should go on a stage and be funny yeah. and subject myself to this mm-hmm. judgment." You know, it's like you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be desiring something if you're gonna go on a stage and do that. But I've seen, no offense, you know, I just, but I've seen it. It's, it's look, a weird thing to do. I was single when I started comedy, and the my current girlfriend who lives with me. I met while I was doing comedy. So that's okay. Okay. Because they understand the lifestyle. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Yeah, I see. So she should not see leave it. me over being comedy because it's a thing that I've always been, at least in her universe. I see. But mm. but if, if you knew her before, then yes, if I know her before. you'd be one of the victims of the comedy curse. I, listen, I've seen it with a bunch of dudes and and even women uh, who, who have had success in comedy and, uh, you know, actually a good friend recently who I thought was living the dream. I go, look, he's got this pretty wife. He's working on all these cruise ships. He's making all this money and, you know, great family, a couple kids. And he goes on Facebook. I'm getting divorced. Bummer. Bummer. Or maybe that's good. Yeah. I never know I what to say know. when people get divorced because it's like, okay, yeah. congrats. And I'm sorry. Probably both. Probably. This kind of reminds me of there's uh, knitters. We'll talk about the sweater curse. Oh. Where if you knit your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever, a sweater, they will break up with you. Huh. And the idea is that, like, if you are going to devote, like, what, 20 hours? Mm-hmm. It takes so long to knit that type of thing. To, to your partner, like they might not understand how much time has gone into it. So then you'll be a little ungrateful. Yeah. Or, or then they'll be a little ungrateful and you'll be sad. Wow. Or the other, the other theories that if you decide to knit a sweater, like maybe you are like desperately trying to save the relationship by doing this act of, of giving. I don't know, but well, there's a Wikipedia article about it and I don't know if it's actually real, but it's kind of well, funny. It idea. sounds like it's sort of all of these things sound like a psychological phenomenon that has to do with time and time spent and desire and I, I don't know. All right. I think we're off to- <laughs> I think we're off topic, but I agree that's all interesting and I think it's all related in some kind of way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, I don't <laughs> think there's any uh, known data on getting really into Wikipedia and what that does to relationships. Oh, so maybe okay. I'll do some studies. Well, uh, without uh, prying too much, I hope that. Uh, well, look, wh- wh- wherever you're at in the future, you will have fans of depths of Wikipedia that will be desirous to you know know you. Yeah, I mean that is a, <laughs> that is a thing. Like occasionally, I'll read to my. Occasionally, I'll get these messages, and mm-hmm. it'll be like, hey, like I would marry you on the spot. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, wow. And then I'll like, if go. my boyfriend like yeah. says he doesn't want to go out and get me takeout, I'll be like, hmm, very yeah, interesting, see. because this random PhD student from Italy just said that mm-hmm. he wouldn't marry me. There you go. <laughs> And then then, it's a weird weird thing just because it's not that I'm better. It's just that I'm more conspicuous to mm -hmm. people. And now you have uh, now there is at least uh, perhaps you call it an illusion of choice, but you have choice. 
that maybe didn't exist. All right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know. I think that the big thing, though, is that like sometimes you're aware of that choice. But I, I at least for me, it's like I'm not famous, famous. I'm not. It's no. not like I'm Leonardo DiCaprio where it's mm-hmm. just like any 23 year old <laughs> you want. So it's not. I don't know. I don't I don't feel like I'm in the same position as some of those really big profile people. Well, you know, your profile uh, hopefully, though, goes higher. That's that's the goal. Well, that's, that's the goal. That'd be of, great. That'd be fun. That's the goal of appearing at Comedy Castle. That's the goal of appearing on this show. And I think we're going to end it there. But thank you so much, Annie, for talking to me. It's really fascinating. I'm really looking forward to the show. Well, I hope you like it. Yeah, I'll be there. You'll see me. We'll probably I'll probably uh, maybe be assisting with anything you need on the tech end. That's usually my oh, thing. Amazing. As I'm well. very so low just know, tech. Well, you, I should be why well, because I have those slides. You yeah, know, so yeah. Like, that's higher tech than a lot of yeah. people. But I don't have any sounds. Yeah. And yeah. We got all that stuff. We'll make it work for you. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you so much. I'll all see right. you later this week. Sounds good, Annie. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. All right, let's welcome back to the show. I'm not sure how many appearances this is for you, TJ, on, on this show. Yeah, I think easily it's over 200. <laughs> it very well might be, but. All right, no, wait, you know what? It's under 200, but it's over zero. It's, <laughs> okay. it's falling somewhere in there. Sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, you know, because, uh, I mean, Comedy Castle's become. Uh, well, first of all, you are, I'm speaking for everyone that works at Comedy Castle, you are one of our favorite acts to have out because it's super fun when you're there. Like, oh, thank you. I don't believe you, but thank no, you so no, much. You are. And uh, it, it's always super fun. The place is packed. You never know what's going to happen. And I think in a good way, I don't think anything's bad happened with you there. So, no, um, of course. I mean, it's it's always different. The last time I was there, I filmed sort of a mini uh, improvised special mm-hmm. uh, where I kind of did uh, um, I did improvisation and then I got, uh, you know, questions from. Uh, the audience and you know they came up with ideas for bits and all that kind of stuff so it was really really fun um when i was there and then this time i'm coming back and i'm shooting a special the weekend after this okay and um and so that's really uh that's gonna be a lot of um that's gonna be a lot of fun too because people will get to see sort of the special and it's most um refined but then, you know, I'll put it on tape and then I won't do that material again. All right. So this is kind of the last time I'm doing this special, which is called The Gentle Giant. This is the last time I'm doing that, mm-hmm. um, you know, for uh, for a live audience. So I'm really, really excited about it. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. The, those because uh, cl- there's lots of I, I did watch your last special that you were sort of working <laughs> through that Dear Jonah, which is really fun. And yeah, that's a lot of fun. You can see that on YouTube right now. It's kind of one of the most beautiful and amazing specials that have ever been made. Yeah, because <laughs> I say that with full well, confidence. Well, let me I'll being if people can trust me a little bit more as a source on this. Jonah, when you figure out who Jonah is, were you feeling that uh, Jonah's a guy in the crowd? I don't want to ruin the whole thing. But did you feel that he was? Uh, somehow impeding what you were trying to do? Was there a point when you said, all right, this is this is bad. I got to nip this in the bud or how did that? Well, so what happened was, and um, 
sure I got. So what happened was is uh, I kind of, you know, you go and you do your special. And the way I've been shooting specials is I go to a club that's, you know, really amazing. In this case, it was um, Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. a club called Zanies. And I also did it because I just had a really funny idea for a background. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is yeah, the I... Zanies sign is it's it's, it's kind of the font is like Zanies <laughs> and uh, it looks like a marquee with lights around it. And so what I did was I had a fabricator make a bunch of different signs like that. Yeah. But with fake names for right. comedy clubs like Chuckle Bucket and <laughs> Crickets and pun comfortable silences and I, you know, just it's really fun. I won't do all of them, but no. But I, I, you know, I watched it and I was noticing. I go, boy, Zanies really is, is uh, you know, uh, putting themselves down with all those wacky signs behind them. But that was your idea, yeah, right? Yeah, it's all right. Idea. So, um, so yeah. So the, uh, you know, overall the 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 idea was to go out there and shoot this special that I was going to call the pandemic special. Um which I would later find out would be a terrible idea because mm. the al- if the algorithm sees nah. that you, <laughs> the algorithm sees that you've, uh, you know, done, uh, if it says pandemic anywhere, mm. then everybody would be getting ads about COVID-19 testing. Yeah. But so I, you know, kind of mistakenly thought, oh, wow, I've done these, you know, really incredible, um, I've done these, you know, these really incredible, um, uh, you know, jokes and all this pandemic material, mm-hmm. you know, that is, has been, that everybody's going to love so much. Mm-hmm. And what was funny is, you know, that I, it is great material. And a lot of it is in there, but every time you shoot a special, you, you're really looking for just one audience. Mm-hmm. You're kind of looking for the, that one audience that's going to be your special audience. And then you'll cherry pick from other, um, you'll cherry pick from other, uh, you know, shows, mm. but you usually use primarily one, um, one, you know, one audience. Yeah. And so, you know, the first audience just wasn't that great. And my director, who's this is first special with me since then, we've done two specials and we're going to do a third one, uh, coming up. And, you know, it, it, it just was like, um, it just wasn't great. He came out. He goes, "That's it. We got it." I go, "No, no, no. That's not. That's not how this kind of works." Um, and uh, and so then, you know, the next show that was on Friday for shows. The next show, I go to him. I say to him, "You know, this this next show is probably not going to be um, that great because it's Tennessee. They're going to mm-hmm. be drunk." And second show <laughs> Friday traditionally mm-hmm. is the really really um, tough show uh, for sure. And so I, uh, <laughs> so I get out there and I, you know, I'm ready for this drunk, raucous crowd. <laughs> That's what it's going to be all about. I get out there and I start doing jokes and immediately I go, oh my God, this audience is amazing. This is the special audience. Mm. They are so, so, so good. And, um, and so I, I'm doing my show and then, you know, a little bit in, like maybe a minute in, some drunk guy in the front is heckling me. And I'm like, okay, TJ, just don't pay attention to him. Mm. Just pretend like he's not there. Maybe he'll be quiet, but he keeps kind of heckling. And it's a weird drunk heckling where he's <laughs> sort of like, uh, you know, the, like, 
Yeah, that's yeah, just good. You know, or in the next hour, I'll be like, that's funny because it's true. And so I'm just in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, this is such a disaster. So finally, I said, look, you know, I need to kind of acknowledge this guy. And I, and so I go and I ask him about his cargo pants because mm-hmm. I sort of sometimes I'll riff with the mm-hmm. audience about the cargo pants. And I riff with the audience a lot. So I'm like, I'll just handle this guy and move on. So I ask him about his cargo pants. And as you'll see from the, the special, he sort of goes into this long diatribe about why <laughs> he wears cargo pants. Now he doesn't keep anything in them, but he likes the way that they feel and X, Y, and Z. And it, it becomes clear immediately. He is not drunk. Mm. He is not heckling. He's kind of developmentally challenged or special needs. Mm. However, yeah, it's spectrum, okay to yeah, talk no, about yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. And so I just say to the audience, I want you guys to know I'm not going to make fun of him <laughs> at all. That was just a listening and learning portion of the show. And then I give him a compliment <laughs> about wearing comfortable stuff. So then I kind of moved on thinking, okay, that was weird. But then he kind of, uh, I sort of bring him back into the show and then he interrupts again. <laughs> and slowly the show became about sort of him and my relationship with him and my friendship with him that grows throughout the show. And then he has the funniest line in the whole special. <laughs> And then at the end of the special, he's kind of the star and we're, you know, he and I do the closer together mm-hmm. and it's just really, really, really uh, fun. And that's why it's called Dear Jonah, because it started out as, oh, this is the material I was doing during the pandemic, all about me. And then it became about him and it did two things that I thought was really interesting. It shows how I improvise with the crowd, which is a lot of mm-hmm. what I do in my strength. And that you never know what's going to happen when right. you come and see my show. And then also that I'm a kind person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a really good uh, example that exemplifies that I just, I do this because I love people. And, you know, I wanted to kind of lift this guy up and make this just the best night mm-hmm. uh, ever for him. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what happened. So it's really, thank you for watching. And I love people when they watch it, they, his high school counselor watched it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, and a couple other people, people have watched it and said they started crying kind of at yeah. the end. Because it's really, really sweet. No, it so, is. Yeah, it, it's real sweet. Guy. And normally, you know, heckler stuff doesn't really go that way. And sometimes you go, okay, this guy's a gold mine. I can really put him down. But he was really into the show. And, and you know, as much as hecklers want to say, hey, we're L, I'm try. I was just trying to help. This guy actually yeah, does help helping. in his own I, way. I yeah. helped you out. Yeah, that's really <laughs> yeah. And then also kind of on the same, because there is a lot of footage on your uh, YouTube page from the Comedy Castle. Um, Absolutely. You have a bit called White People with as much as great as Jonah is, that crowd work that you did during that White People bit with that guy and his wife was unbelievable. Do you know the line um, I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't. Exactly. I don't know if I yeah. want to say it. I think people should go watch it. But I mean, yeah, that was go and watch it. Oh, but yeah, it was. I mean, it's it was killer. And, and you know, the, it, that kind of stuff is stuff that happens um, uh, in places like Comedy Castle because mm-hmm. the audiences are so great there. So I mean, I'm I'm so excited to come back. But yeah, that there are little bits of magic that happen mm-hmm. every single show with me. Yeah, you know? and so. Yeah, I think it's um, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be yet another magical weekend there. I would hope so. Uh, and yeah, there's something about uh, you know I think it's the history, I think it's the audience that they've built, um, but there's just something about that club where it's just so 
I don't know. It's just such a great club. And and it's just always great shows. You rarely have a show there where you go, oh, geez. <laughs> I, I used to always play it um, in conjunction with other spots. And I would tap mm-hmm. it on and do two shows yeah. on a Sunday. And then I'd sell it and add a third one. Yeah. And that was really fun. But um, I, I much more enjoy being able to sort of be there the full weekend and and see what that's all all about and be a part of that. So, you know, no, I'm I was, pleased that uh, I'm going to be there for the full weekend. Yeah, I was there for that three-show day. That was quite a day. <laughs> we sold out. Yeah, TJ sold out like day. three right. shows. And I can't remember when they started because, you know, on Sunday we try to get everything done early so people started don't stay like out four. too late. Yeah, it yeah. was like a long day, but it was super fun. I mean, just be like, oh, we're going to sell this one out too. And sure enough, there you go. So and sure enough. There it is. Um. All right. Uh, how I just I wrote this down. How much Buddy's Pizza are you going to eat this weekend? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish you hadn't reminded oh, me. Oh no! I'm sorry. Now it's going to be. Now I'm excited. Now, but now it's going to be <laughs> incrementally more than it would have been, which is zero. Uh, I think you know. I got it. That's the problem with being on the road. Yeah. And being a gourmand or a pig, you yeah. know, however you want to say it. But yeah, I very much, um, I mean, you got to kind of get the Detroit style pizza. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm really, uh, yes, <laughs> for better or for worse, I'm really excited. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll get in there at least one of the days. Yeah. But I, where was I last weekend? I was in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And Sacramento just doesn't have anything yeah. that's good. <laughs> So I didn't have to worry too much, but for whatever reason, they were really proud of their fried chicken. Okay. And so, you know, whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't think to go there. That's but, about, yeah, right. yeah, but right. But I, <laughs> I did have some fried chicken there. I had chicken. Uh, yeah, I had some fried chicken. And then I came across this place. I don't know what the deal was with it and how it necessarily just happened to be, um, you know, on one of my walking routes. But there's a place called world famous hot boys okay and uh it was a chicken spot and they had something called the one tender challenge and i put this on my instagram okay but i uh i ate the uh it's one chicken tender okay and the challenge is because it is so hot it is so hot (laughs) and i'm a hot sauce guy yeah right yeah i I got i'm gonna i'll at least try this and so i um, I took, um, I, I took the challenge <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is, and I said, well, what's in it? And they go, well, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's habanero. It literally says on the sign, it says, uh, really hot. Do not try this. Okay. And, uh, she said, well, it's habanero ghost pepper. And, and I looked at the thing, I go, Carolina Reaper. And she goes, yeah, and Carolina <laughs> Reaper. I go, oh boy. But I just had to try it. And I had been fasting, which is a bad idea. But I took just one bite. I wasn't yeah. going to finish the whole thing. There's no reason to do that. And it was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a guy who can kind of, uh, who can handle that stuff okay. for sure. But um, it was, it actually was great flavor, which my favorite thing is when something is really hot, but has great flavor. All right. And so that was it. But I hadn't eaten anything so I sort of had a bite where I'm walking. I I spilled my water right before that. I don't oh. know what I was thinking with that. So then I'm walking kind of like, ah, ooh, ah, yeah, 
Ooh, he, ah, <laughs> mm, mm, okay. Ah. And it was really good. But then my stomach started hurting immediately. So I was like, I got to go and get food. Oh. And, uh, I just love the people that I passed by <laughs> who uh, just saw me going, mm. like they didn't know that I just ate something hot. I just looked like some weird pervert that was excited mm. about walking. So that was pretty funny. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to try the local fair and, you know, Detroit, their pizza is so good. And it's become kind of a thing nationwide. Yeah. You know, which I yeah. think is interesting too. You go to New yeah, York and there's Betty's. Detroit places. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Uh, yeah, exactly. Lions, tigers, and squares. Yeah, is one of those. Right. Uh, but I, it's so funny because I, uh, I want to go back there and go to the chiropractor because there's a chiropractor right next to Buddy's. Okay. And that guy, we try to eat like sitting on the bench in his front yard. He came out, started yelling at us. <laughs> Like, get out of here. You can't loiter around here. And that's so funny because I went in, I think beforehand, and I said, hey, can I, you know, get a chiropractor appointment? And he wouldn't give me one. Okay. Wow. He was like so mad that I tried to eat <laughs> on his property that he wouldn't let me pay him to do what he does. Could you not eat so at Buddy's because of the pandemic? Was that what was going on? No, there's really no like place to eat there. There's no place to sit Oh, down. I know the one you're talking. Okay, yeah, you went to the takeout one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go to yeah, the... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you where to go. The real... You go to real... Yeah, one. you got to... You bring yeah. me into the real... I'll bring you to the real one. Well. I'll bring you down to Six Mile. That's the real one. Okay, that's the Six real mile. deal. I'll take you it. You can play some I'm bocce ball if the weather's nice enough. I'm into it. I'm hoping the weather's good. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on with our weather. You never know. But um, a couple you really never know. No. Um, but you you mentioned hot sauce, and I know after the show because I'm usually the guy out there, you know, selling it. Uh, that's a big seller. No, sauce. and it's a huge seller after the show. You can get TJ's hot sauce and peanut butter. And you mentioned to me uh, before the show here. Uh, it's on Amazon. I'm looking at it right now. TJ's Amazon.com. Choice, Amazon.com. Intense Ghost Pepper, Extreme Gangster, and Chipotle. It's available now on Amazon. It's so delicious. Yeah, if you can't come to the show, get it on there. And then I also have my uh, line of peanut butter. Okay. <clears throat> so I have my line of gourmet peanut butter. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's really, it's really something. Uh, it is um, with three flavors. We have dark chocolate coconut. That's okay. the way. Yeah. And then we've got um, cherry chocolate with mm-hmm. uh, real dried cherries, milk chocolate, and honey roasted peanuts. And then my favorite is toffee crispy with toffee, uh, milk chocolate, and rice krispies. Right. And, um, you know, that's really uh, – those are really delicious. You eat them right out of the jar. And it's it's almost incredible how excellent they are. Wow. It's so funny because who knew that I would become the Paul Newman <laughs> of uh, comedy? Right. No, that's great. I'm I'm so 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 in love with uh, the um, the peanut butter and the hot sauce, and I just stand by the product so much. It's it's so great. It has so you, yeah. Your Amazon review five stars on the peanut butter. Yeah, I'm looking at it right two now. And a half reviews. There it is. Two and a half reviews. <laughs> no, there's more than that, but yeah. Guy's got pictures of it up here, you know, opening it up. It looks great. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's definitely gonna be there. See, I I I, I specialize in um 
I specialize in food stuffs and improvisational comedy. <laughs> so we've kind of gotten so far along the lines during this show, for sure. Well, I mean, look, Ed, no one's complaining about it. People seemed, I mean, you sell out of all of that stuff, at least at a weekend at our club. Yeah. Yeah. It's delicious. It does not last. Deal. So come out on Thursday or Friday if you're planning on coming. Because if TJ's yeah, right, selling, exactly I mean, you can right. always get it on Amazon, I guess, but that's a little, you know. No, you got to come because then we get to meet each other, hang out. I'm always loving that. Yeah. Because um, I love the good people of Royal Oak and Detroit in general. Mm-hmm. I really do. The audience is, like I said, I don't know how they do it, but the audiences are so, so good. I, yeah, it's it's one of those yeah. things where it's just we've been there for so long. People know the show. I mean, I think with you, people know you and they know what you're about. They come, they come to the club. Yeah. In general, because yeah, exactly. When it's love, they don't know who it is, but yeah, yeah, which is you know a testament to the booking that Mark Ridley has done since you know forever. Yeah, forty-two uh, years, forty-three. I think it's so great. 44. Now he's now he's primarily in Florida. <laughs> he's he's out there, but he's. Let me tell you something. That guy works. He's not. He's not on vacation. You know what I mean? He's, oh no, uh, no, he's not. He, I, he was just absolutely. teasing me. He goes when you get to a certain age. Yeah. Because when you get to a certain age, you just it, the government requires you to just stay out there. <laughs> so I was laughing about his that. office is but the he's golf so course. He's so funny himself, and I'm so oh, fat. you know I was friends with his. I was friends with his son, right, right, uh, and yeah. I came up right. I came up with Ryan Ridley in the um, uh, in the stand-up scene in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, you know, he wrote Renfield, this right, yeah, uh, the Universal Monsters Universe. Yeah. yeah, the new Nicolas Cage as a vampire for a second time movie. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's I'm just so happy for him also. No. <laughs> he just did notes on the film that I wrote with the buddy. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just that it's such a storied comedic history, right. even into the new generation. Yeah, when I uh, started comedy, the first show I ever went to was he, him, him and his brother performed together, Ryan and Adam. Really? And then uh, I started doing shows, and me and Ryan did a million shows before he went to Chicago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I guess he did. That makes sense that he would yeah. start in his father's club. He was always very quiet yeah. about. You know his father owned right. a yeah, comedy yeah. club. No, he had a. Uh, of course, we all knew him as Ryan Ridley. But when he would play, like big, he actually had a stage name too. I can't remember what it was. He, well, what's, we got to ask him. No, that. I can't remember. I think it was just it was Ryan something. It might have been his middle name or something. Like you know Ryan Matthew or something. And I I remember coming up to him once. I go, Why are you Ryan Matthew? You're Ryan Ridley. He's like, Well, you know, I'm with my dad. It's all you know. I was like, Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But it, what the bummer about that is Ryan Ridley is such a good stage name. <laughs> it's a bummer that he had to change it to like I, Ryan Snart, well, Ryan Flamhatter. <laughs> No, I always we always knew him as Ryan Ridley. I think there was I think there were certain things that he didn't want. You know, he didn't want people to feel. I mean, you know how talented he was. It's a bummer, of course, but it's a bummer because, um, you know, he had to go by his middle name, which was Whistlepig. <laughs> yeah, and so Ryan Whistlepig, it's, just, it's, it's I, not as good. I can't confirm that, but it might have that might be the case. Um, you can't confirm it, but you also can't. I can't. I can't remember what the stage name was, so it could have been Ryan Whistlepig. I'm gonna make note it's of that. Undeniable. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Whistlepig. I love that. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Um, um, and so, yeah, you're uh, full five shows this week. And actually, we got a weird uh, we got a little bit of a different schedule this week with you doing the Sunday yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the Thursday, I, I just like, I really enjoy Sundays mm-hmm. being, um, you know, giving one more shot of the weekend. Let's right. just keep the weekend going. Because <laughs> I, you know, I do, I just, there's something about that that I really, really love. Yeah, so it's a little um, bit of a different weekend than our normal weekend, but it's still five shows with TJ. So Still five shows, two Friday, and I'm looking, two Saturday. As, as we record this, I'm seeing three of the five Marked as sold out over on ComedyCastle.com. So hurry. Well, let's get if there. You're listening get to this, people. Come yeah. on. Get the, I he's can't got wait a... to meet everybody at Buddies. Oh, you know, last time I went there, I ordered Buddies for everybody. You did. Staff. That was the greatest, I got to say. I think I'm going to do that again. Oh. got to do that again. Well, I'll, I'll take some credit if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to say, I asked I told TJ. TJ. I told us, hey, man, that was great. If he wasn't on my podcast, you guys wouldn't be eating sweet, sweet buddy's pizza. It's sweet, sweet square. That's right. Um, uh, well, dude, it's yeah, it's just a pleasure so to talk to you again, man. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And um, yeah, thank you for mentioning Dear Jonah. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. I'm excited because I'm doing uh, I'm doing the Gentle Giant special in two weekends. But almost more importantly. I am uh, releasing another special, The Philosophy Circus, okay. later in the spring. So that's really worth uh, watching now. So you haven't um, taken uh, – so are you pretty much on the road year-round at this point? Is that like – Yeah. I think, you know, this year I'm going to take off July. Okay. Last year I did something similar because it's just so slow out there. Right. And then, you know, in December I took a full month off to work on a, a script for a movie idea that we pitched to – uh, the Rooster Brothers, and also to Michael Bay. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it is a, uh, I don't know, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty great idea for a film. I don't want to. Yeah, don't do it, give it away. It's, a, it's an a, it's a, a, a science fiction Christmas movie. Okay. You can ever wow. imagine something like that. From you, and, I, uh, from you, I can believe it. So. Yeah, I guess for me, it's not the craziest thing in <laughs> no, the world. No, but no. yeah, so I'm. So, yeah, so I've been working on that. So I took some time off from that because I think this is really a special idea and it kind of needs to come to the screen. So we're working on that. And uh, I think we might do it with Michael Bay is what I'm hoping. But again, I, you know, nobody knows. With Hollywood is just so fickle right. and strange. And, and yeah, so the, outside of that, I'm really still grinding on the road because I'm just loving doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I love, even when I'm in New York, I live in New York City, and even when I'm in Manhattan, if I can break away, I go and I just do shows. Wow. You know, I'll probably do a couple shows tonight. That's so cool. it's it's just a lot of fun, and it's it's just my favorite thing right now, and it's how I started, you know? Yeah. And I usually, a lot of times when I do podcasts like this or radio or television, I say, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm a stand-up comic, and uh, I feel like Mark Ridley's that audience knows that I'm a stand-up comic. Sure. Uh, but it's true if you're listening right now, and you know, you say, "Well, I've seen him in film and television. He's so funny." Um, you know, let's go see what it's all about. I started as a stand-up comedian, an improviser, and then you know, did the acting after that. And so I really, I, I love how surprised people are when they come to the shows and afterwards, like, 
uh, you know, I just came because I saw you in Deadpool. <laughs> oh man, you're you were actually pretty funny. Yeah. Well, now yeah, you like say you're known like as a say, stand-up. You didn't have to say uh, yeah. I, I, I say I want to say uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to say actually pretty. You can just say you're funny. Yeah. You go, yeah, you were pretty funny. I go, oh, geez, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's so fun. It's for people to kind of see me live and doing what I have always done and what I'm best at. So yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. I'm really really excited for for another uh, round at the the Ridley Comedy Castle. <laughs> it's going to be great. Whistle Pig Comedy. Whistle Club. Pig. Yeah, that'll be the we'll call it that for the weekend. Hey, here's a quick last story. I was I had these guys. Uh, we had these guys at the club. Lou Berger. I don't know if you know who Lou Berger is, but they're a musical yeah. musical trio. Uh, and actually very talented guys. I don't, one of the guys is in the Try Guys. You probably know who they are, right? The YouTube guys, Try Guys. Oh, anyway, yeah, sure. YouTuber. So one of these guys, and it's sort of his musical offshoot. And in this guy, he came in and we're setting up doing his tech rehearsal. And he had, I forget, he had a trumpet or something. And I saw oh, you playing the yeah. trumpet. And he goes, I can play any horn or wood instrument. And then Bill, you know, Big Bill works with us. He goes, well, where's your trombone? And he goes, well, no one's going to bring a trombone on on the road. And I said, well, T.J. Miller brought the trombone to the comedy (laughs) castle. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, it was great. And he was he was sort of felt a little uh, he was taken aback. He should be taken aback. (laughs) He should be taken all the way aback. Uh, I, all right. uh, yeah, that's all that's in the philosophy circus. So when that special comes Sounds out, people will see that. That's great. But this is going to be pretty much straight up stand up and a lot of stories. The special okay. that I'm working on is stories of, you know, the time that I smoked heroin oh and my uh, an experience I had on karaoke, just all kinds of things <laughs> like that. And uh, it's pretty fun. I'm right, so excited for people to see it. It's a lot more personal in terms of uh, mm. all of that. Well, I'm going to see you in a couple days. Everyone, get your tickets now or you're going to miss out. I don't know if we're adding Sunday shows. I don't think we are. I don't know what's going on, but we've done that in the past. But get what's out there because I don't think there's any. Get what's out there. Who knows what's going to (laughs) happen? Right. You could over you could have too much buddy's pizza. And trip yeah, and then in front of the chiropractor. Be able to do this Sunday, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, TJ, thanks so much. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. Love you. I'll see you in a couple days, man. All right. See you. Thanks. I'm sorry. See you on Friday. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, folks. An hour of great interviews with our talent this week. TJ Miller, Annie Rowerta. I got to make sure I'm getting that right. I think I came close enough. Rowerta. Yes. But Annie, Thursday night, Depths of Wikipedia, and of course the five shows with TJ that are going fast. So go find those. Look those up. You'll have fun. Either way you go, you can't go wrong, I think, this weekend. And thanks to them for doing the show. Thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, Go over to ComedyCastle.com. Get those tickets. Uh, We'll catch you next week. All right, guys. Bye-bye. 